Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first edition of the Oblivion uh, Oblivion podcast. Uh, starting left to right, we've got Charles on the left. We've got name bars, but you got Charles, myself here, uh, and we also have Chris joining us tonight. Um, just, we'll go through one by one. So, uh, Charles, give us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do over here. Oh, uh, so my name's Charles Bochel. Uh, um, I'm the old guy in the group. I'm also the co-owner of Olympus Esports. <clears throat> and um, I I don't sim. I, I sim race barely, uh, but I enjoy it. But I'm, I'm bad at it. So, um, but we have fun. Uh, a little bit about me, Tom. Um, one of the drivers here at Oblivion and Olympus. Um, Fortunately, this is my life. I do too much of this at the moment, so uh, it's all about that one. Um, and yeah, Charles is uh, very happy to have me. <laughs> and taking lead on the uh, podcast as well. Uh, and then we have Chris. Hello, I'm uh, also one of the drivers at Oblivion. I uh, appear from time to time um, for the endurance races. I'm also not very good, but I don't have much time to do it anymore. So uh, I fill in where needed. I drive. I'm not overly bad, but yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a quick episode tonight. Um, just a bit about us, a bit as the team, what we do, what we are planning to do in the future, this weekend, everything we've got planned. Uh, and then a summary and maybe a little talk about the iRacing stuff in the back end of the session. Um, so let's just stream for us all tonight. Um, I think um, we're going to start with a quick one, then we're going to go through to talk about leagues. Uh, we're going to start with a big section on uh, the plans for IVRA this year. Um, so there's obviously three, three series for IVRA. Got the club sport, endurance, and the sprint. Uh, Charles can correct me here if he has got the sheet up. Uh, I think we've got two teams in the endurance, an LMP2 and a GT team, five teams in sprint. Um, I think planning to at least. I think four for sure. Um, oh, or at least four that we're going to um, we're going to attempt to qualify. <clears throat> so obviously, uh, TC um, as our one of our lead drivers will be uh, in the pro class um, as a solo, <clears throat> which is a new option for IVRA this year. Um, is that you can solo every race um, and just have be a solo team. Um, we'll have two uh, in the what they call Division Two or Pro Am. Um, with as, as it stands right now, we think uh, Lubov Azaretskovsky to do uh, to team up with Nina Hein, uh, who's one of our newer drivers. Uh, but that'll be a pretty solid um, Pro Am team. In the other Pro-Am team, it's uh, Matt Loveridge and uh, Martha Bertrand. Uh, and then in the AM team, it's uh, Chris Stevenson and Dan Merchant and Andy Booth, maybe another driver. Uh, that is our AM class car, so this is going to be a lot of first-time drivers for us. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, at least four. 
Um, and like I said, we'll have a qualifying we'll have to go through. So we'll see how many of them actually can make it through. Um, obviously, if um, one of our teams doesn't make it, we'll kind of adjust from there. Yeah, I think we're, we're lucky. We've got the terms of a free pass for one of the teams uh, going on from last season's results um, and how they went and everything. So we've got that one free pass for one confirmed team into the sprint series. Yep. Yeah, so because, um, because we completed every race last year uh, with our AM team, uh, they've given us a, a, um, a get-out-of-jail-free card for pre-qualifying. So. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, pre-qualifying is going to be pretty crucial. This year is going to be uh, big for that in terms of there's going to be a lot of teams out there going to come and do the event, especially with the new edition of solos, where you're going to have some solo people who can't get a team together that's joining up and try and show some pace so be a good year we'll see what we can do yeah absolutely um and then moving down as well we've got the club sport i mean we've got a tcr team with um another couple of new drivers uh, and also the push cup team mm -hmm. with two new additions from another team um and they're gonna come and run the series with us um and i think i'm backing up there as well just help them in races where they can't fill them all out yep so yeah, um, so yeah, you'll be reserve driver for the the Porsche Cup uh, team, uh, Christian Arp and um, Harold Van Hurd, I believe is his pronunciation of his name. Uh, if I'm, uh, they're very new. I've only spoken with them a couple of times, but uh, seem like really really good dudes, uh, and they just like Porsche Cup, so that's what they want to drive. Uh, so for club sport, uh, we have uh, once again, I think Dan um, will be involved. Um, Dan Merchant, uh, also uh, Cameron Halls and Grant Yingling, who are both new to the team as well. So we've got some really some new drivers, and it's really exciting because we're actually able to to actually enter the club sport this year, which we did not have for last year. So it's a new experience for us. It'll be a new a new series, um, and we've got drivers now that can do it all, and that's the be and that's the best part of it, right? So it's. Um, um, it's really good to see how the team is starting to grow a bit and get some new guys in that can do things. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's interesting um, having all the new drivers that are coming around and chilling with us and, and hanging out with us, um, getting them involved and getting them into, into leagues. Obviously, we've got a few drivers looking at other leagues as well um, that are not finished yet and, and not ready for sign-ups, but We'll see how that goes and see if um, when it comes to it, where we can go with those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how how, how um, are you feeling about driving GT Sprint this year, Chris? Uh, excited, actually. Um, I'm very much a GT driver. I have had a dabble with LMP. No, I can't drive <laughs> LMP cars. I can I can just about manage a TCR car, but my, my two strongest points is GT and MX-5 Cup cars. That That is me. There you go. Um, but I am, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah, just an, an interesting to note, um, looking through the schedules and, and pre-qualities for everything for the, for the sprint and all the other events. Um, so the, the pre-qualities will be held at CTMP, Canadian Time Motorsport Park, for all three series. Um, they did announce the other week the LMP2 will have to pre-quality as well for the endurance series mm -hmm. 
which is an added for our our LMP2 endurance team um, to actually have to get into our series. Um, but just going through, looking at the sprint calendar, I mean, you've got the Nürburgring GP, Imola, Daytona, Detroit, Suzuka, Monza, Road America, and Bathurst. Pretty good lineup, to be fair, in terms of close racing, hard racing, and, and obviously difficult racing in terms of Bathurst. Yeah. I mean, Detroit's as well, where it's, it's very much one line and it's hard to handle the track, really, isn't it? It's, it's, it's less about passing and more about being able to avoid the car that's wrecking in front of you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, As luckily, luckily, the there's wall. only three of those. There's only three of those tracks that I don't know. Oh. For a change, yeah. I know the rest of them for a change. Okay. Every 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 series that I've done so far has been. I've got to learn a new car and a new track <laughs> at the same time, and it's painful. Yeah, um... and just just for the amusement, please feel free to highlight the, those three that you will have to learn. Uh. <laughs> What was, the, what was the track list again? I remember what was <laughs> So, N- CTMP is a pre queue. Right, don't Nürburgring, know that one. Nurburgring GP. Know that one. Imola. Know that one. Daytona. Know that one, unfortunately. He's going to give big dose of Daytona in a couple of weeks. That's fine. He'll have that one <laughs> yeah. now. Um, Detroit. Don't know that one. Suzuka. I know that one. Monza. I know that one. Road America. Nish. Kind of, kind a of, bit. Yep. <laughs> half and half on the fence. I don't, I drove a GT4 car around there. He knows where T1 is. That's that's important. Yeah. 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 He knows. He also knows where. He also knows where T8 is because he put it up under the barrier there. So um, <laughs> that was not my fault. We're I not, didn't we're not know gonna, it wasn't. It wasn't your fault, but it was a good photo where your yeah. your rear tires were up <laughs> off the ground. It was pretty cool. Thank you, GT3 car. <laughs> Yeah, some some pretty stacked um, tracks I had to go to for the sprint. Yeah. Yep. Um, looking through the endurance, endurance have um, Road America, Cota in terms of Circuit of the Americas, Daytona, which is a twelve-hour race, Monza, Twin Ring Matei, which will be interesting, uh, and Fuji, uh, which will also be a twelve-hour race. So yeah, good mix. Oh. I mean, two two and a half-hour races and two twelve-hour races. So. No, 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 no. no. Not two and a half hour races. Oh, the two hour forty then. No, but six hours. Uh, no, it's um. So the American tracks are one thousand miles, and the and the uh your non-American tracks that aren't the twelves are fifteen hundred kilometers. So almost a thousand miles. So, um, so yeah, but I think they're capped at seven hour time limits on those races. Uh, obviously, the twelve-hour races are twelve hours long, but uh, for those races, I think they're capped at seven hours. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, I, a fifteen hundred kilometers of Motegi doesn't sound like a, a pleasant day at the office. Just to be honest about it, um, I don't think a lot of people in Iceland like that track in general. To be honest, I mean, I don't even <laughs> I don't even own that track, so that should the last be time drive, 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 like the last time yeah the last time i drove the twin room motigi was on forza motorsport 3 <laughs> yep they so. are be they'll be interesting uh, i mean the close spot have a, a pretty good lineup as well to go through i mean obviously they've got the ctmp to call it pre-quality they've got 700 kilometers of fuji uh 700 into lagos imola mid ohio barber and suzuka 
so some pretty some pretty nice flow tracks and um some technical ones as well like suzuka and, and club spot will be interesting with the porsche cups imola will be pretty close as well um interlagos will be tight i can, ima- I can imagine mid ohio is going to be a, a bit of a a bit of a a bit of work uh just with it because it's such a small track um with a lots of lots of off camber corners and then you're doing multi-class racing around it uh yeah so that's um that seems like it's going to be work luckily it's not anything like you know what i racing would do which is put ims there and so now you got to drive lmp2s around that track so uh so yeah. luckily it's pickup and gt4 and tcr so yeah it's not too bad i mean in the end it's, it's slower racing, but it's it's more interesting in terms of it stays closer. So we'll um, Indeed. be interesting to see, obviously. We'll always try and have a, a team stream up and, and watch through the races and keep a track on the guys and the different teams for all the series. I know, Charles, you're putting a lot of hours in terms of helping drivers and teams preparing and, and, and through the races as well, spotting for them. And so, um, I mean, that is, that is kind of my show. job, right? So. Um, it was to make sure that everybody has what they need to perform their best. Um, so it's, um, I enjoy it. I, I, I you know, I racing's fun and I, I do my fair share. I run a couple of small leagues that I can just have fun in. Um, but you know, I'm, I think I'm much better with management and, and prepping team prep and team, team strategy than I am with, um, actually, actually driving, which is not really saying much, but, um, but but I, I enjoy that part of it, and I, I like seeing the guys do well. Guys and ladies, let me say that again. Um, say it <laughs> properly, since we now have two female drivers. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I'm much happier being on the management side of this than actually trying to go out there and perform. Yeah, a lot of it, we like we like to see a good, a good participation level, don't we, so... Yeah. Just people getting involved, having fun, having a good time, just enjoying themselves in that in that group environment um, is is really ultimately a good vibe we like to have around here. Yeah, for sure. Um, seeing everyone participate on a good I, good I, standard as well. I think everybody's happier. I mean, it's fun to come in here and cut up and have fun and just chat, but I think everybody's happier when they're behind the behind the wheel of the race car uh, and we're racing for something, right? So, I think everybody enjoys that more than. Uh, just chit-chatting yeah certainly obviously we're all here to i race in the end aren't we so mm-hmm. if if we can go behind the wheel and and enjoy driving that car that's ultimately what we want to do and enjoy obviously so um but yeah moving on um so just a few of the aspirations really that we've got as a team obviously leading on from that perfectly um just ultimately what we want to try and see is, is see you guys getting up to that pro level um, and, and mixing up with those those big guys in the end um, in those pro splits, really. Um, I mean, having the addition of Lubov um, as well gets some good exposure uh, and gets us up into those higher splits. Mm-hmm. I know earlier this, this year we had a Watkins Glen 24-hour with some some real big big known teams terms of Beale Euronics in there um and then just being able to be on track and, and show that we're not far off their pace. Um and being able to mix it with them and, and show some good talent. 
exactly really shows the potential that we can show in the future and when we crack down more on it what we can do i, I think that's why we structured the teams especially for the sprint series this year uh for ivra uh while we structured the teams the way we did uh it was you and then Lubov and then Matt and then Malta and then whoever else we could find last year um, to drive in the pro class. And that was probably, um, that was probably asking a bit much because <clears throat> I mean, truly, you know, when you're out there competing with uh, six to eight K drivers, um, you know, somebody that comes in at 3.5 is quick Um but they don't have that type of pace. So I think it was a disservice, which is why we decided to set, structure the teams the way we did um, to give, you know, uh, Lou and Nina and Matt and Malta a chance to compete at their level. Uh, and then we'll throw you to the wolves and you can get out there and run around with those seven K guys and, and mix it up. <clears throat> so, you know, it's uh, as far as, as far as the team itself, we just missed top 10 last year in pro um uh in the sprint series and and the am team actually finished second in class so i mean if we could get you know obviously if we can get similar results to that uh we can get both teams uh competing at the top of the uh, top of their class or all four teams competing at the top of their class be more than happy i think we always tell the drivers it's like we want you out there as long as long as you're practicing and doing your best and giving it giving it your all no matter what the result is, we'll be happy with the performance. That's the way we look at it. We, you know, we're not in a position at this point in time to, um, to go out and demand uh, podiums and, and wins uh, because there's just too many good drivers out there. So it's all about being consistent and, and improving every race. And as long as we're yeah, doing I think that, that's, yeah, that's definitely showed with, um, one thing we've been talking to drivers about, they're getting prepared, ready for the season. It's just maximum pre uh, preparation and training. You know, we're going to, there's the this FP1, FP2, FP3 before every race weekend uh, where you've got to do a certain amount of drive time. Mm -hmm. uh, but also asking our drivers to do several, maybe 10 or 15 hours outside of that as well. Yeah. Obviously, as much as they, if, if I know Chris, obviously, you're a very busy man with. We work at the moment so it's uh not always the easiest thing but obviously we, we know that you do the best you can and repair where you can ready for races and get yeah. up to speed as much as possible yeah so we have a they have a you know all the ivra uh leagues have a mandatory one hour practice time right so all drivers have to compete uh practice for an hour in their hosted sessions um to get to feel like that they've prepared otherwise the driver's on probation uh, meaning that if he gets involved in an incident and he's deemed responsible, then the penalty is even higher than what it would be. Uh, so you end up going from a 10 second penalty at the end of the race to maybe a 60 second penalty at the end of the race. Um, so, but if, if you go into the mindset of, okay, this is the one hour I'm going to do for them. How many hours am I going to do for myself? And so that's what the mindset you have to be. If you can if you can throw another couple hours in there on your own then you're just going to be that much more prepared for you know something that may happen during the race yeah we, we see yeah. that all the time like um not always does two hours of practice give you the best speed it might help you a lot yeah if you know the track and car two hours might be all you need to get up to a good speed 
But for those that aren't fully prepared, aren't having drove the tracking car, they, they could be driving 10, 15 hours of practice just to get anywhere close to that that speed of the pro guys that know what they're doing already. I think we're going to see that a lot with, with drivers like yourself, Chris, mm. having to put, put in quite a few hours where you can to try and get up to speed. and, and Well, I think... Yeah. For the 24 hours of Spa that I didn't actually get to drive in, unfortunately, um, I must have done 12, 13 hours of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and, and, that, and, that's... We, and we hate using it for driving it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... it's, it's the sort of dedication um, we look and see from drivers without having to say anything, really. Yeah. But equally, uh, just requesting it from drivers like, can you at least put four or five in? And it's that motivation as well. Obviously, four hours on a track on your own, obviously, it's not easy, but it will come to you. The tracks will click, and all of a sudden, you'll be ticking off a second faster than what you were doing before in pace. Yep. Through the through the pace alone and, and more laps you're running. Hmm. So, well, delving a little bit deeper into my background, I've I've come over to iRacing from a set of Corsa, ACC. Um, and I've already found that on Spa, for example, I am faster in iRacing than I ever was in ACC at Spa. So I'm hoping with the IVRA being on the tracks that it's on, apart from the three, three, two, three, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I can do that again and replicate that again and yeah. be faster. Because I already know, I know the layout of the track. It's just how the, the simulators differ between the two that I'm, right. I'm getting my head around. Yeah. I think this is always an interesting question why you raise that point. Can you give us a few um sort of like differences in what what's better about each sim since you've you've got multiple hours on each now? Um so the for the for for a start, the engine sounds in iRacing are so much more true to life than they are in ACC. So much more true to life. In ACC, the M4 is a prime example of this. The M4 in ACC like, sounds like you're drowning a wasp. One <laughs> uh, um, way to describe it. The the way that the force feedback for me, I haven't got IR, FFB, or anything like that. I just run the game. <clears throat> well, it's the sim. It feels much better. There's more feeling to it than in ACC. In ACC, you don't kind of feel the understeer. Or the oversteer until you see it. Hmm. It, it. It's there, but it's not enough. And like in in iRacing, I run my wheel at nine newton meters on the on the setup page. Um, but in ACC, I have to run it a hundred percent, so all of it, to to be able to feel anything. Wow. Um, the setup stuff in iRacing is much much better than it is in ACC because ACC uses all proprietary numbers. It's not measured or anything. It's like for example, the the dampening on ACC is just numbers. They have no reference; they're just numbers. Whereas in iRacing, you get numbers that mean something. Mm-hmm. And being a coming from racing real cars as well and setting cars up, it makes sense to me how to set a car up in iRacing more than it does in ACC. Mm. Um, the only thing that iRacing is missing, which oh goodbye uh, ring light um, which the only thing that's missing which is going to be mayhem when they first bring it in is weather yeah 
Yeah, everybody. Yeah, you know, so many, so many people in the in the team are clamoring. We want, we want that realism, uh, and that they don't realize that okay, that means you're going to have um, re- realistic weather conditions on tracks where you have unrealistic expectations from drivers. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, it used to happen in ACC, and ACC's always had weather, and like you'd get. You'd have a dry start to an endurance race. Uh, the best one I can think of as an example is Silverstone. I did 24 hours Silverstone in ACC for charity. Mm-hmm. Um, started stone dead last because we decided that we were going to change car and they said yeah, we could, but we'd have to start from the back. I'm like, all right, yep. yeah, we'll do that. It's for charity. Um, and because of the rain and because no one else had practiced in the rain or in the dark, Whereas we had, we went from last to third. Wow. Out of 54 cars. That's crazy. Um, we finished first in class and third overall, so that was really good. Mm-hmm. And we had a crash and we had a disconnect. We should have won, but. Yeah. Um, but it's if people are wanting weather and eye racing, and I do, they need to practice in it and learn how it works otherwise it's just gonna be chaos every time it rains yeah which i think i've i've saw a couple of videos from other people talking about it and if they implement it where it's not a you know where a a driver can make a choice um of an expectation of they're either going to have a dry track or a wet track um at least to start with um, to get everybody used to being able to practice in a wet weather on a wet weather track um, before you get thrown into a race and all of a sudden it starts raining at you know three minutes in um, yeah then I'd be okay with that but it's it's this um, oh I'm gonna go into this IMSA race multi-class race and um, I don't know if it's gonna rain or not so have I practiced in the rain no because I've every every practice session I've had we has been dry so now. So I either have to set up my own test drive and put weather in it and practice it, or I have to hope that I get a practice session that's wet. So I think if they implement it properly and it's segregated, at least for the first season or something like that, where they say, okay, you know, go practice in the rain. This is going to be a rain race. Um, And you know it going in. It's going to rain constantly throughout practice and throughout the race server session. Um, that's okay. Because that way you know, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the best way to implement it. So I don't know beyond that, though. So I, I think that I'll probably, I, I may try it. I'll probably end up avoiding those races as much as possible anyway, because I'm not even going on a dry track. So <clears throat> yeah, I was saying, knowing, knowing how Irish and like to implement things, the first full week of I, uh, rain be there, though. Every session will be rain related. Um, they won't break it in slowly. It'll be as soon as it's there, they're going to test it and, and give it a strength test to make sure everyone's on it and finding any more bugs, any issues, just anything we're really on there. Yep. But at least, at least, Iris and they have the, the mentality of let's let's not just do it with half heart. They want to get it done. They want to make sure it's all effective. It's working on every track. Obviously, they're speaking radars the lot um, just before we even start <laughs> looking into the actual looks of the the rain and various. So. But 
at least at least like I said, they're, they're taking the time to do it properly, and it's going to be implemented correctly and and work at realistic. Like yeah, say. yeah, the, um, I, yeah. I, I I would rather them take their time um, implementing this the system, other than just half you know being half hearted or half tested and throwing it out there. Um, um, oh, question from the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, as, as, uh, I have not heard that it's going to be official for next season. I think we're just talking about it because I think everybody's talking about it in racing. So, yeah, and, and as a whole in general, it's, it's not released officially yet when it's going to come. Yeah. It's just a case where, uh, at what point will it be actually released? I, I, I do, um, I do know this. I do know that they have a set of beta testers, and the beta testers do have rain, and they are testing it. So, um, now how long they'll test it for? I don't know the answer to that, but, but it is being tested uh, on people outside of the iRacing, um, company FT. itself. Yeah, yeah. Which is always a promising sign that it's sooner rather than later. Yeah. We know it's coming, we just don't know when. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the easy way of putting it, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It will come at some point. They have said it will be this side of Christmas yeah. and this year. Um, and, so it's just a case of... Yeah. And, Patty, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I've, I've heard, you know, we were talking earlier about some streamers that had comments on how they, how they would want it to be implemented. Um, and I'm hoping that that's right, because they're talking about having weather sessions versus non-weather sessions to give people a chance to get practice before they just get thrown into a race and then all of a sudden it rains. Um, <clears throat> so, but you know, how they, how they're going to implement it, I have no idea. So. Also, I think for the first time when it comes out, like I say, we'll just have solely one or each weather. No. Um, there definitely will be some form of dynamic weather where, one minute's dry and it will start raining like yeah. Chris was saying with ACC um, and it can just slowly trickle in and the, and the little trickle can catch you out with little puddles here and there uh, but honestly we can't say yeah. too much because also we don't know too much yet <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. we, we don't know as much as the, the average person in iRacing so. yeah, I mean I do like um, I said I do know that it's in beta uh, there are beta testers that have it and are testing it uh, that is what I know for sure. Other than that, I have no knowledge inside of what iRacing is going to do. So, um, well, you know, it's just the plain and simple. We'll have to be patient and uh, find out together. And obviously, yeah, you'll hear from from us on here when uh, when we've had our own testing and and try through on it what it, what it's like and what we imagine. Our and stuff. Imagine Bathurst twelve hour with rain. Does it actually rain in Australia? Yes. Oh, okay. Is it one of those when it rains, it rains sort of thing? Yes. When 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 it starts raining at Bathurst, it rains and rains and rains and rains. <laughs> so you're driving the Audi GT canoe. Is that what you're saying? I was driving the 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 uh, Nissan Boatius Maximus <laughs> in the ACC the last time I were when it, when I was doing Bathurst. I, I can, in the rain. Yeah. I mean. Bathurst is toughen up in the dry. I don't think it needs mm. rain personally, but that's just my opinion. So, but apparently, I set a stonking lap time on in the GTR at Bathurst, and no one else can match it of any people I know. Yep. I did a uh, 
One minute, 59.7 second lap at Bathurst with full fuel. That's crazy. ICC. I even go sub two. Well, is that class of the GT3 though? Yeah, GTR's GT3 car. It was, from the, it was a 2016 block paint car. Like, you can't even go sub two minutes barely in iRacing with GT3. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. No, that was dry. It was yeah, it was a green it was, dry, sorry. it was green. It was a green track. It didn't wasn't rubbered in yet. But I just I, I nailed the uh, down the mountain section. Like I just sent it and I made <laughs> I did the lap before was a two oh one four. I made like seven tenths just down the mountain because I just sent it. It's impressive. So I'm hoping oh. when it comes to Bathurst for Ivra, I pull some magic out of my uh, my hat. And be like, yes. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, obviously we've got a long time. To, that's basically oh, yeah. almost this time next year at that point. With that, so um, I'm looking forward to that one. So, yeah, definitely be interesting. Yeah. So Daniel Hawkadea um, has done a. 159.998 in the BMW in quality. There is nobody that's in two a two minute or sub two minute in the BMW M4. Um, I uh, check the, the Audi. List. Yeah, check the all the Merc. I'm I'm pretty sure Max Verstappen last by first twelve did a 159.997. Not the TCR in quality, right? Not the TCR car. Uh, no, definitely not the TCR. The R8 LMS. Josh Rogers did a 159.2 in race pace. Wait, wait in race pace? In right, yeah, in race session. I'm sorry, 159.387. And I mean, he did, by that and, he did a, and he did a 158.4 in quality. And that's why they make the money. That's right. <laughs> That's why they race for Coanda. But yeah, excited from all that. Um, any more comments on uh, the ACC to iRacing? Tire model's much better than iRacing. I mean, we actually have a tire model, whereas ACC is just... And and the correct, downforce right? model is so much better than iRacing. <laughs> isn't the and... tires just bricks in ACC? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but ACC works very much on tire pressures rather than tire temperatures. So mm. when they get hot, they 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 lose grip, but not in the right way. It feels like the tires are overinflated rather than too hot. Um, and there's been a lot of a lot of exploits with the tires. You you overinflate them at the start and then bang some curbs and they lose pressure but then that means that the pressure is going to stay there instead of get higher when they get warmer it, it it's all messed up there were some really <laughs> dodgy tactics like when the m4 first got released in iRacing there was a there was a downforce issue with it if you ran the car like a door wedge and literally put the nose uh, all nose right high all the way down and the rear right eye all the way up and then ran zero wing no wing on the back, you just turned it as low as it go, you'd have an F1 car. Jeez. <laughs> Suzuka, uh, up the S's, uh, after turn two, flat. Just went around corners. It just it, it, it didn't care. 
Well, that's pretty it's, good. It's, it was messed up. As our uh, other resident American Reggie would say, cargo burr. Cargo burr. Hard go burr. <laughs> um, but the M4, again, the M4 in our racing feels so much nicer to drive than it does in ACC. It doesn't try to call you every time you hit the accelerator pedal. That was yes. one problem I had with it in ACC. It was a nice car. It was balanced. It was even. It was good on the brakes. It was good in the corners. As soon as you touched the right pedal coming out of the corner, either the TC would kick in, overly so, or it'd just go sideways. It was really, really tail end, not nice. Wow. <clears throat> just the way the cars act these days, isn't it? Yeah. We'll, um, we'll, we'll eventually get everything right and all the cars will actually feel like real life. I mean, the initiative um, of having real life drivers in, in iRacing now to get them to test it and they know what it feels like IRL and all that. So, well, um, we're slowly seeing good gains in iRacing now. Where it, They've nailed the MX-5. They've never nailed the MX-5 cup car because I have driven one of those and it does feel exactly like and handle exactly like the real one does. I was going to say, didn't you own one and race one for a bit? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm guessing that's one one stream of conversation we can go down. Yeah. Car, cars and racing IRL. Except <laughs> for me, I'll, I'll pass on that one. Thank you. Um, I've raced... All right. I've raced an MX-5 Cup car. I have tested and set up three GT4 cars in my time. Wow. Uh, one was the Cayman GT4, mm-hmm. one was an M4 GT4, and the, funny enough, the Vantage V8 GT4 car. Oh, wow. I, I test drove at Donington and set up, or helped set up, because racing drivers, right? Racing drivers. <laughs> They're all the same. They come to you, and they go, car feels rubbish. Why does it feel rubbish? It just feels bad, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, being a mechanic and a driver, I could get in the car, drive it, and go right. This is why it feels bad. Sort it out. Correct it for them. Yeah, because just, the... just tell them how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I really enjoyed that. That was that was good fun. Whilst I did it, and then work got busy with multiple things. And then I just haven't had, I just have not had time to do anything at the moment. Yeah. Well, another another way we can go down here is um, the luckiness of Charles being uh, about twenty minutes away from Barber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I know that's paid off for me many of times, <laughs> and in very recent times actually. Um, yeah. It helps, when, the good it, track and... it helps when you can go out to the actual track and just kind of see it and see what it all looks like. So, I guess there's some point where we'll we'll slowly start unraveling stories uh, that we've heard before. Uh, eventually, Charles will eventually share on here uh, all being well of stories and memories from uh, the barber circuit. Yeah, uh, and meeting drivers uh, in different scenarios and and hopefully future. Meeting drivers. Uh, we'll oh, see if you can get that one with IndyCar. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's the hope. But yeah, you know. I mean, we can we can we can do the same for Charles if he ever wants to drive Donington. We're oh, both I... quite local to that one. I mean, we're probably more local to 
Cadwell Park more than anything. I oh, know Cadwell's further, isn't it? For me, no. Being south, I mean, you're only twenty minutes away from me. Yeah. <laughs> so, ju- so for the stream, for the information, uh, me and me and Chris live in a very, very close proximity. Yes, uh, which we didn't realize we until. Close, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we mean close, we mean. 20 30 minutes max drive. I think I, I think I work where I work at the moment. Um, I work literally five minutes down the road from where uh TZ lives. Wow, but we'll have to dabble in that one off stream later. Yep. Yes, <laughs> hey, let's talk about um, tomorrow. Yes, hand, handling on to tomorrow. Um, Le Mans 24. Obviously, it's not a special event because. I racing can't do Elements Twenty Four special anymore because that, uh, that's correct. Matter of fact, we shouldn't. We can't even talk about it. We're just saying that there's a race in France, um, and it's twenty four yes. hours long, and um, and we're going to go around circles for for as long as we can. So and there's a very big long straight with two squigglies in it. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, we've got what three three teams in that. Three um, teams, all in GTS. Obviously, not knowing the status of the GTs as of next season, with the IRL Insta uh, removing the GTs from their roster, of course. So, we don't know if iRacing will follow suit and phase the GTs out as well. So, it might be the last time we get to drive GTs on the Mons and drive GTs in general, because mm-hmm. the season of iRacing is coming to an end. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in week 10, yeah. just going into week 11 next week. So, yep. Um, yeah, yeah, three teams. So we've got what, three different cars. We've got uh, a Ford GTE, pretty, pretty classic car with an Iris and pretty good. Yep, um, old reliable, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the BMW M8 and the Corvette, Corvette CAR. Yep, um, <clears throat> Charles can expand on the Ford and BMW team uh, if um, you can quickly get the roster up. Um, um, um do, I, do I need to get the roster up? So it's <laughs> so on the BMW team, it's Cameron, uh, it's uh, Colin McEvitt, it's uh, a new guy, and I'm just going to call him David because I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, he's Polish. He literally came in here two days ago uh, because he was looking for a ride for this weekend. Um, and then the last one is uh, Tim. Um, I think it's Maliki. I'm not sure, but he's German. Um, but um, all, you know, guys, ex- with the exception of David, have been here for a bit. Uh, Tim comes and races occasionally. Cameron's new to the team. Colin's been here forever. He's been here as long as I have. Um, but, you know, all young guys, and uh, they're going to drive the BMW M8. Uh, in the Ford team, it's um, my, my partner in crime, Tom B., um, who is the other co-owner of Olympus. It is uh, Dan Merchant. It is... Wow, I forgot. Um, Grant Yingling. And, and And uh, not, no, actually no. No? Uh, uh, Grant Yingling, and who is the fourth? Ethan. Ethan. Ethan Waters. So there you go. Is that so, Um um, did we say Patty as well? Did we say Patty? Is Patty in there? 
So who did I miss? Yeah. So Grant's not in it. Patty's in it. No, it's, T- it's TB, Ethan, Patty, and Grant. Okay. All right. Um, as far as my that's right. Dan's not up. driving. Well, they he may get he may come in and, and spot duty, but um. So yeah. So they're driving the Ford GT. Um. You know, I kind of agree with you. I think that um, as the as those cars are retired from real time racing. I don't think iRacing is going to keep them in there. I don't know how what they're going to do, if they're just going to replace the, um, replace the GTEs with GT3s, and pick five and go, uh, to replace them in the um, European Sports Car Series, um, European Sprint Series, which is the only place those cars still run. But I think the only reason they're still I think oh, once they're no longer in an active, an active, um, Race an active series, they'll just make them legacy and just be done. So, uh, it's only, yeah. reason, you know, unless they, unless, which I think I, I thought of this idea and you can, you could back me up on, or you can, um, counter my argument. I'd like to see them move over to the Hoisingville GT challenge series. And so then you've got, the GT1s, GT2s, and GTEs in the same series, I think that would be amazing racing. Um, yeah, I, I actually agree. I think all three Corvettes on that would be um, good. Maybe addition of another car as well. Well, Just so you got a two-car GT. It's, uh, well, it's, it's three classes. So the Ford GT uh, is a, technically a GT2 class car. It actually is a class by itself, kind of like the LMP2. Um, and then you've got the two GT1 cars, the Aston um, DBR and the Corvette C6. Um, those cars are monstrously fast, um, but obviously they don't handle quite the same as the GTE cars. I think it would make for some really interesting racing if we popped all three of those in the same cl- in the same series. Um, but you know, I'm not. I don't work for iRacing, so I don't come up with that. But I just to me, that'd be a great multi-class series to have, you know. Then Aston Martin did make a GTE car. Uh, did they? Yes, they made a V12. Ooh, the they V12 made the V12. Vanished? Yeah, it was a, it was a GT3 and a GTE car. So that would be good if they could have the Aston and the Corvette <laughs> up in GT1 and then the Aston and the Corvette in GTE as well. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Just... we don't have the Aston GTE in our racing, and I don't think that they'll put it in, so. No. But, um, but just expanding on from the Corvettes within iRacing, uh, we do also have a Corvette team this weekend. We do. Uh, right. we, so it's, that's going to be myself, uh, Love 46, Matt Loveridge, and Mr. Beefle himself, uh, <laughs> Reggie Robertson. Mm-hmm. Um, weapon. The, yes, the, the weapon man. himself. The um, weapon. Obviously, we're taking the downforce away from him. Uh, <laughs> Fortunately, the man is a downforce driver, but uh, that just means we'll biggest. Well, he's 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 <laughs> he is a downforce enthusiast, but he's still quick in the GT cars. So, yeah, I mean, we've got a pretty pretty potential team there. Um, high high I rating, so I think I calculated a four yeah. K split. Yep, which could put us somewhere close to top split, but we've got some good pace. Also, if he was on loop off stream earlier today, you could see myself and Lou practicing. Uh, getting ready for tomorrow uh, for the start of the race and everything. But, yeah, we've got some good pace and good depth through, through the team as well. 
yeah, I think it's going to be good. And, and you guys are running under your Olympus brand um, in the Corvette. The other two teams will be running under the um, under the Oblivion brand, um, the Ford and the BMW. And I will say hello to Andy, who's in the chat. Um, and uh, we will mention his team since he is driving with two of our brand new drivers that will be coming over here after this race from a different um uh, from a different team, uh, Andreas and Victor, who are primarily um, LMP drivers. Uh, so Andy's decided to take the plunge in the LMP1, and they're going to three-man the race, I believe, if I am if I heard correctly. Um, so they'll be doing the LMP1 this week in the Audi uh, R18. <clears throat> and that, that'll be fun for them. And then we'll welcome those guys on board next week. Uh, the, they will be running with us for Daytona. Um, in the LMP one, but we may actually have two LMP one teams for Daytona 24. Is we had that many signups? We've got five, so um, we've we've got for LMP one, yeah, for LMP one. Um, so we've got our the usual suspects, right? So Matt, Reggie, um, um, and then uh, Andreas and victor and then somebody else and i don't remember who it was right off the top of my head maybe oh it was tom b um signed up for the lmp1 so um and then we've got one for lmp2 and a couple for gte but i think chris is going to drive gte so that'll make three um so we just need yeah so we just need a few more um and uh it'll be fun we'll have a good one downforce is addictive yeah it is um um so yeah it's gonna be a fun weekend like i said i think i kind of agree with tc that you know this might be the last um the last time we run the gtes at lamont so let's make let's have fun with them and enjoy them and see them off kind of yeah it's definitely kind of the reason we're also doing daytona so Daytona is going to be interesting for me because uh, on the on the Saturday, my stag do, for my <laughs> wedding. Um, so I'm going to get back from my stag do and do the night stints. There you go. He's uh, he's so committed. He's uh, he'd rather drive than get pissed on his stag do night. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's he's getting married, so it's obvious he should be committed. I mean, oh, that's not what you meant, though. That's not what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this nice dedication um from you there, Chris, uh trying to Yeah. Trying to get that sorted out for us and uh stopping while doing Daytona. And uh that's just a oh. so it's I know for everyone else on stream. Uh we have open sign ups, so really if you come and join our Discord, uh which you can find the link in chat, uh you can feel free to join and uh race with us in future and if you yeah feel like you want to join us on a more permanent basis and you've got the talent, uh, you can come and run up uh, with Olympus with us as well. That's right. And I will say for tomorrow that we will have a multi, multi-Twitch um, link available uh, because we will have four streams going. We'll have two for the Olympus team. We'll have one for Team Ford. Um, and we'll have one for or, or more for Team BMW. Uh, the... Uh, team stream this is olympus esports which we're talking on right now we'll have the uh bmw team 
um, and then we'll, like I said, we'll be able to see them all. Um, so hopefully, you know, Lou will have a good crowd, uh, as she usually does, you know, 150, 200 people watching the stream. So, uh, looks to be like a, it's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah, just an interesting note. Obviously, Lou's been away from from uh, streaming a little bit. Also, she's uh, she's moved areas, um, moved out of Russia, uh, now living in Kazakhstan. Um, where she's originally from, as far as I'm aware, am I right? That's correct. Yep, I'll be um, Kazakhstan. So yeah, she's she's gone up a few pluses on the the old uh, GMT plus minus. <laughs> yeah, uh, which does help out the team really because like. Instead of the whole uh, being plus three and not being able to do too much, she's now plus six uh, and can do a lot of the Sunday driving. Um, she's actually there pretty, pretty early in the morning, GMT um, on the schedule because um, I'm taking it through the night. And I'll say I'm a UK resident, so it's a bit late for me. <laughs> but in theory, late night for me, but early morning for Lou and it's not too late it could be worse it could be seven o'clock in the morning when i'm finally going to bed but i think it's four o'clock gmt in the morning so it's not too bad um we'll see how that goes going back that to daytona i'm going i'm going uh i'm doing this daytona for daytona redemption because the last time i did daytona netcode happened and uh yeah went from being p3 I think I think we were P three, P three, P four, uh, to being stone cold last after an hour and thirty minutes of repairs because I got smashed into the barrier, turn two at one hundred and twenty five miles an hour. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that agreement has been uh, breached there, Andy. In terms of no more talking about the Daytona. <laughs> no, done it, and we're going to be singing like we were the last time. Yes. Some uh, <laughs> well, be sure to uh, tune in for that stream. That will be an uh, interesting one. And mm. um, how many weeks is that? Two, three weeks is it? Two weeks from tomorrow, Daytona. Two, two weeks tomorrow. There we go. Yep. Excellent. A whole week <laughs> to practice. <laughs> if you haven't guessed, yeah. I'm, not, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit upset because I'm not here next week and I miss yeah. Lamont. Yeah, but duty calls, so you know, always. It happens. Is what it is. Yep. Um, Indeed. Yeah, we'll, we'll gloss through all that. Anything else um, to talk about today? Uh, just Irish a quick one. From, just just a bit quick one from Andy. Yes, we're going to be talking about the buckets again. Don't you worry. <laughs> that's it. That's kind of a, a joke we had from the last Daytona. Yeah. <laughs> um. We'll 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 stay on the the form of leagues and and racing in iRacing. Yeah. Just for a little bit longer, because uh, why not? Because we do a lot, anyways. Um, one one series we um we do know and do do a lot of is uh, the major series, mm -hmm. um, a full full year round series. It's a long one. Yeah, uh, does a lot of different disciplines though. Fortunately, uh, that race is this weekend, uh, and I will be missing it. Yeah. <laughs> But, Which I'm I'm actually kind of happy about, but it's for a bad reason. Um, because it is doing the dirt UMP modifieds at a track I don't own within the race. Mm, there you go. <laughs> so for, uh, for those who are not aware, Major Series is a basically 
uh, 12 month series. They do one race per month and it's a different discipline every race. So first race was the Daytona 500 uh, NASCAR next gen, uh, which TC won, uh, which was awesome. Uh, then the, then we went to, um, there you go. Um, Lotus 79s at Phoenix. Um, yes. yeah. So F1 cars at Red Bull ring. Uh, we, uh, the race after this, um, since he's not doing the dirt, the next race is the NASCAR Silverados at CTMP, uh, which sounds horrible. Um, but it's, it's every discipline in our racing, you, they do one race and it's, you know, uh, it's intense cause there are some really good drivers in there. Um, so they, they, you know, you have to put effort into getting good at lots and lots of different things, uh, during the course of the year. Uh, so I think it's a really, yeah. it's a really good series. Uh, if you are in a, in a frame of mind to actually commit practice time to each particular one, if you're willing to put in time to get good at everything, um, if you're just doing it, looking for a series to do a series, this is not a series you want to do because more likely than not, you're going to end up spending more money buying content than you are, you know, actually practicing anything. Um, so, but it's like I said, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's fun to be involved in it. Um, I'm glad I'm not driving it. Um, I know that, uh, <clears throat> I could have definitely a pain. Yeah, I could have definitely <laughs> driven Daytona, um, because you know it's Daytona, it's oval racing. Um, uh, I think you've done a bad job than me. I mean, I don't know how I can be, do better than win in the race. Um, uh, you dominate the race. You'd win by lapping everyone on the field. I, I doubt that. I doubt that. Um, but. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a real, like I said, it's a really interesting series. It's fun to be a part of, even though I'm not driving, it's still fun to watch TC, um, to do his thing. Uh, so yeah, so another, uh, another league, uh, one of our new drivers, Grant, uh, has mentioned this league that we're going to look at doing next year is called, uh, VSCA virtual sim sim i don't know what the i'm not sure what the acronym means but it's virtual sim racing championship or something like that um virtual sports car association virtual sports car association there we go so it is a very interesting very interesting league um that they follow the imsa schedule um completely so not just not just tracks, but even race distances. So the first race of the season is the 24 hours of Daytona. Uh, the second race of the season is the 12 hours of Sebring. And then they'll do Long Beach and they'll do all the other ones. But it's, it's IMSA LMP2 GT3s. Um, and they're capped um, on uh, I-rating. So max I-rating is 4K. Uh, minimum I ring is 2K for LMP2, and I think 1500 for GT3. Um, and then there's a there's a team I rating that's involved in that. So um, it's a good what I would call mid level 
competitive um, series. And uh, I think that will be fun. I think that's something we're going to look into, at least having a team in each class. Uh, we'll see how that goes um, and go from there. So, But it, that's next year because it's – it literally follows IMSA, so that that season's almost over. I think there's yeah, they they've got what, one more races, round left. I was gonna say two races left or something. One one race left, uh, and it's the Petit Mons round. Yep, the ten hours of Road Atlanta, uh, and it's on the same day as the I race in Petit Mons. Yeah, so October eighth. So so if uh, you're uh, racing in that series, you won't be able to do the I racing special event. Yeah. But. So, which is fine because we're going to win the iRacing Petit Le Mans because we've won it the last two years. So, um, so that's fine. We'll win. We'll win our split again, and um, we'll go on about our business, and we'll see them next season, maybe. Yeah, I'll say I'll end up taking a lead in managing role and starting a team up for that and helping out with practice, but yeah. it'll be. Um, Look, definitely looks like a very interesting league to have a bit of fun and I think so. Do well in as well. Like we've seen some of the some of the talent in there, and and we can we can feel a fairly good team throughout that field. I mean, it's it's teams that we've seen before doing IVRA, so we're familiar with the drivers. Um, and so um, so yeah, it'll be fun. I still um, won't, I still won't drive, but it'll be fun to watch. <laughs> it'll be fun to stream. I think you should do the 24 hours of Daytona with us, Charles. Uh, um, I will drive that race with you if you need another driver. Otherwise, I'm going to stream that race and watch you guys. Um, but, yeah, if, if we come up short for a driver, I'll, I'll jump in the car. Beautiful. Because I, so like, I, I actually um, like the RSR. So. Mm. <laughs> I think uh, with with that, I had a bit of an introduction to the team, the guys, what we do, some of the leagues, a bit about us. Obviously, throughout the weeks, we'll have more guys coming in, more guys popping by and, yeah. and enjoying the stream. Obviously, we'll introduce those one by one at a time. And obviously, we've got we've got guests we can get involved and people who swing by and, and enjoy a bit of the stream as well and enjoy some of the content on here. Obviously, guys in chat, who are always open to for questions and answering during streams. That's always fine. Obviously, if you have any points to talk about, that's fun as well. But I think uh, unless anyone has any more closing uh, statements, we've I think we're coming to the end of uh, episode one. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's been a blast. We're looking forward to episode two. Uh, we're unsure whether it's going to be every Friday or every by Friday yet. Uh, you'll find out really next Friday if we come live on that. <laughs> if we're here, we'll do it. Uh, if not, if not, it's every bye Friday. Um, uh, and yeah, we hope to see more people come by, swing by and chat and, and get involved with the conversation here on the podcast today. Um, for sure. Like for sure. you have, Andy. Uh, and Alex, uh, thank you for the follow as well, though. Yep. It's been really fun. Um, so that's me from TC, from Olympus. Yeah. Charles, Chris. Hey, yeah. Um, glad, glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be part of it. And, um, um, I'll be I'll be back for the next one. Uh, I'm in the process of actually sending the raid over to uh, to uh, Malfa. He's running his one v one v one challenge for some um, some uh, gloves from another streamer because that's what Malfa does. Anyway, uh, 
Yeah, uh, once we get that sorted, um, we'll get that hooked up and we can go and say hi to Malfa and enjoy the content and the racing again from there. But yeah, there we go. Yep. So I, yeah, will be, that's, um, I will be here for the uh, the next one. If it's the bike weekly, if it's the weekly one, I won't be. <laughs> but I will definitely be uh, be joining again. What we do appreciate coming by. Anytime. It has been fun. Guys on stream, thank you for everyone coming by. And we will see you all on the next stream, hopefully this weekend from here, uh, for the 24 hours of Le Mans. Sorry, the 24 hour race at Le Mans, uh, yeah. part of my English. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you all on the podcast, hopefully next week, um, for another good fun edition. And yeah, have a good evening, guys. And we'll see you all. Later. See you. See you. And we are.